Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Network with Rye here uh, with another edition of the Network with Rye show. Get it done in less time than If you can, I'll be sick too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Hi, I am Carlina, and I am the co-founder of Mini K Creations, which is an event planning and management company. Also happens to be a mother-daughter duo, so we basically help busy professionals and organizations create events that are basically magical honestly so it's like taking the magic of your brand Mm -hmm. into a live event and i'm also the founder of the biz mixer which is a community of young entrepreneurs within the peel region that come together to share ideas learn new things and connect wow i like that i like that finally someone with like a nice 30 second elevator pitch ah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes yeah. sometimes in these interviews you know you hear the whole thing like they, they give you like they give you actually the whole night you know but i like that i like that short and sweet um yeah but another thing we're noticing nowadays is like um a lot of us are focused on multiple projects i know you personally so i can even kind of even dive into that you're in event planning and you've got the uh, the biz mixer going on as well. How do you how do you how do you work with the two right now, given the circumstances? You know, we're at that point where we've all kind of come to reality. Okay, we're in lockdown. This is day twenty something. You know, we get it. Um, all the negativity is over. Um, but I kind of want to focus on like the silver linings as well. So any positivity, any um thought your thought process on it let me know yeah honestly I've been looking at this time as an opportunity I would almost say it almost feels as I almost feel as occupied as if I was going outside with the amount of zoom calls and facetimes and whatsapp videos so I've actually had an opportunity to meet a lot of people Mm -hmm. in the past two weeks that I probably wouldn't have been able to connect with with all of the usual schedules of going outside and events and being on site. So it's been an opportunity to like use technology to stay connected. And I think I've even built new relationships and deepened a lot of relationships through, through using the platform. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been good for me. I've been meeting a lot of, a lot of individuals hearing what's been working for them, but I think, the way that your outlook on the situation right now really impacts how things are on a day-to-day and Mm -hmm. just keeping in mind like I'm always hopeful that this will be over soon hopefully like even though I'm hearing that if like people don't stop going outside we're gonna be martial law and (laughs) yeah we're gonna be inside for 18 months so it's like please stay home um but I think we're getting to that point and shift right now where it's kind of becoming a new norm where people are kind of adjusting into what life will mean for the next two months and just looking at ways that we can continue to connect and in ways that we might not have been doing before. So I don't know. I'm I'm always one of those people that like looks on the positive sides of things. So I I had my moment of being like, all this sucks, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, I can't change it. So we can't change it. How can you adjust? And I think that's (laughs) even something we talk about a lot in entrepreneurship is like, if you can't, if you can't adapt or you're unwilling to change, then like that you get left behind pretty much. So just um, having that practice from always having to be a chameleon 
and kind of adjust and pivot as quickly as you can um, has been useful in this time. I like that. I like it. So being quick, so being adaptable. So I'm, I think we should even speak a little bit more on that because I feel like a lot of us entrepreneurs are so stuck um, in that chapter of, you know, this is January. We started to hear news reports and now you're still frozen. You know, like, for example, Mario mm-hmm. and myself, we pivoted so fast. We're still in the midst of the pivot. Like, yeah, we're doing it. Like, it just, there's no, there's no question. There's no question where I was like, hey, Mario, I think we should do lives. We just started doing lives. There was no, yeah. what else are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to get our company's message out? Yeah, I think Pretty that, much. and that's the beauty of it. You kind of have to look at it as, nobody knows what to do right now Mm -hmm. nobody Mm -hmm. like nobody has been through a pandemic there's no pandemic guide or framework Mm -hmm. of how to continue in this situation so keeping that in mind um it's just like trial it's all trial and error like just do it if it doesn't work out then you adjust (laughs) but i think sometimes we get into this like paralysis where we are looking for the right or wrong answer and Mm -hmm. just knowing that there is no right or wrong answer it's just do do something Mm -hmm. see how it works out and if it goes well it goes well you continue if it doesn't go that well you adjust and I think if you can remind yourself of that that nobody knows what they're doing right now everyone's just trying and testing um that will help you just take action rather than contemplating it because you can spend a lot of time brainstorming and coming up with ideas but you just have to you just have to take action Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so like I even I think I think even at this time now and I'm I'm pretty sure you can talk about this too is a lot of people are stuck in paralysis like they're so so interfere uh, that they're not moving you know like how are you able to just keep on keeping on like you're an event planner so I already know what kind of impact it had on you and I'm a DJ. So, I mean, speak on that a little bit, just so people understand like the framework you had to go to and what kind of switch you had to yes. make in order to make that change as well. Cause I, I'm still going through personally, I'm still going through it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't get a chance to think I only talk to Mario like for 30 seconds a day, but we talk well, not like 30 <laughs> seconds. You know what I mean? Very quick yeah. phone calls. Like we're just yes or no, just making decisions. There's no, yeah thinking right now (laughs) go ahead yeah no I hear you and I I will be transparent in that when all of this was coming into play and they were starting to shut down venues and canceling events I had a moment with my other event producer friends where we just like sat in a room and just like some of us cried some of us were like cursing like we had our moment where we just talked about like this sucks we don't know like how we're gonna bounce back from this and even thinking about like all of um, the funding and support from the government, we like knowing that like we don't lead like regular lives in terms of like we don't have a secure job that we are paying into. So like, what does that mean for us, right? So that thought process of like, okay, all of the venues are shutting down that I would do at events at, we're not allowed to gather more than a certain amount of people, so I can't even do events. Um, so like what are what are the options so I would say firstly like give yourself the opportunity to feel that Mm. and like don't downplay that because it's a valid it's a valid emotion to feel like whether that's anger or loss like I think a lot of us are 
it's a loss of our usual routine. So there's a process that goes through that where you have to kind of give yourself the time to do that. And I think for me, it's looking at other industries and what has worked for them or looking at um, my individual friends that work from home or online businesses and kind of looking at other industries to see how can I apply this to my industry. That's really helped a lot to kind of look at what is available and it might not have been done as yet but it can be applied in your industry Mm. so I think one important part is just because someone else is in a different realm of business or entrepreneurship doesn't mean that there's things that you can learn from that industry too sometimes it's not really about what your industry professionals are telling you sometimes you can learn a lot from other industries so like looking at the music industry right now the fact that like all of the DJs are going online on lives, producer battles are happening. There's like, they're using these tools in different ways. Like how can you learn from other industries to apply that to your own business and what projects you're working on and like applying it in a creative way. Cause you know, your industry, you can kind of get a sense of what may work well and what may not work well, but just being very observant and um, just paying attention to what's going on and like where the trends are and what's working for people and, kind of seeing how that can work with you. So for for us, we're working with our clients to figure out how how they can move things online, what what events on their portfolio would be a good fit for doing virtual events or creating a whole other calendar of smaller virtual events that they can stay connected to their audiences. So Ooh. we have a client right now that um, is going live every single day at 5 p.m. talking to other people in their network and their audience to keep people engaged and it's actually launching their first virtual conference in the next two weeks as a trial run um so kind of like encouraging the people that we support to find new ways and giving them the reassurance that like your audience is not going to be upset with you if there's a glitch if something doesn't work as smoothly as you would hope it would because everyone is of the understanding right now that none of us really know how to do this This is something we're doing for the first time so I think a a lot of people are being more patient Mm -hmm. and more understanding so just reminding yourself that it doesn't have to be perfect it's just better for you to put out the effort and execute something rather than nothing because it's better for you to do an event and it doesn't go as well virtually and you can adjust and fix than to not do anything for the next two three months or however long we're having to be inside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and even with that being said let's even jump into the fact that you launched the biz mixer online within like i don't know a week and a half <laughs> yeah it was a week um, and a half. how was that yeah, yeah. what was that process you know what i mean tell us about that and i don't know like what emotions were going through your head were you like holy crap you know like what, what happened <laughs> yeah. what happened definitely started with a holy crap what am I gonna do (laughs) um because it was like one week I was like we as a team were promoting the event as a live event um and then within a week before the event we just had to switch everything over but it was a crossroads of seeing a lot of live events just being canceled or postponed um and having to make that executive decision as a team to move forward and figure it out pretty much have the parachute open and 
adjust it and build it as we were free falling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of going online, seeing, like figuring out the platforms, doing a lot of testing. It was a lot of nights until one and two in the morning trying to figure out the platforms and features and how we can apply it to how our events typically go Um, but it was a decision that I had to make as a community uh, leader to show up for my community when they most of them would need it right so it's kind of um, you have the decision do I want to be that that paralysis we're talking about before do I just want to be at a standstill and like it it would have been to be honest it would have been easier for me just to postpone or cancel the event (laughs) granted like you just you send the refunds you have to send and then you just say okay we're just (laughs) gonna wait until this blows over um or you make the decision to show up at a time when most people are not going to be able to connect with people or now they they don't know what to do now right so um it was a a big decision to just just decide to move forward with it we saw a lot of great um, feedback and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of people were super appreciative. Like we had people uh, tuning in. How many, from how many people did Jamaica. you have? How many people did you have? Big yourself up right there. How many people? <laughs> we had over 50 entrepreneurs Jeez. on our call. <laughs> on an impromptu like, webinar Zoom. Yeah. Um, and, and even with that, like it was a lot. I won't even kind of take away from the amount of work it was a lot of connecting with people online doing those one-on-one um, connections f- reaching out to people in our communities online to introduce them to the concept invite them out see what they needed um, it was a lot of on the ground work so I won't say it was easy mm-hmm. but the hard work really paid off and a lot of people got to connect with people from across the world. We had people that were tuning in from the UK, Jamaica, across Ontario. Um, More than half of the audience had never heard of our event series before. So that really showed that there's an opportunity that you can decide whether or not you're going to take that opportunity or not. There's a lot of positive that can come out of this in the events industry. I think it's just a matter of pushing forward and, just being resilient and executing. I like that. Being resilient, I think, is the biggest thing that everyone has to do right now. Um, yeah. Just given our <laughs> circumstances, um, even I personally, I've had to pivot actually a little bit away from the music industry because uh, I'm mm-hmm. a DJ. You know, like you know, like um, a lot of my bread was from DJing, so. Um, I took a big hit, so I started even just focusing more on my finance division. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I feel I feel better. I feel lighter. You know, at least, you know, my bills are going to get paid this month. <laughs> you know, thanks. God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's that's uh, something to be super grateful for because it won't be the situ- situation for everyone. Right. So even that pivot of like changing your focus in what you're doing to um, to adjust to what the times are and I know we had this conversation about this is a time where if you're shut down because you're not an essential service right now this is the time where you you now have the time to build those relationships like Mm -hmm. anything that was a gray area for you to do in your business that you didn't have time to do where you're like oh I don't have time to like do the reach outs and build relationships with my clients and think about the customer service aspect and all of that all the stuff that you've been putting aside now is the time 
to do that, that again. show Say up, that right? again. So... <laughs> car, car. So let me let me just even rewind for a second. When did I tell you I was going to start a podcast of my own? When did I tell you this? What was it? Two weeks ago, like when COVID hit. Well, <laughs> I told you I was going to, but I'm pretty sure I told you about a year ago, and I never started it. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Yes, you're correct. <laughs> you're correct. We had this conversation. Yeah, you, you yeah, you you would have had a twenty nineteen podcast, but now it's a twenty twenty COVID. See? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like I think what a lot of entrepreneurs have to also take into account is yes, 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 we all took a financial loss. I get it. I'm over that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like I I totally yeah. understand. We're all aware. You know, <laughs> I'm here for you. You know, I, I got the same hit. So I just want now entrepreneurs like take out the frustration and let's look up like what is there left like what can we what opportunities can we open up what networks can we now open because now networks are more vulnerable now networks are more hey uh you know I had 10 events canceled what are you doing <laughs> Yeah it's definitely a great opportunity yeah it's a great opportunity that I think uh we all need to take advantage of as much as we can like I know for me I've been doing a lot of brainstorming with people in my industry outside of my industry to figure out okay we're all in a similar situation what solutions can we come up with I might I might be able to see an opportunity that you could have in your business and you could do the same for me but how can we use this time to figure out what new service offerings we can implement how we can support each other and still build Mm -hmm at this time because at the end of the day when this is all over like will you have been the person that like still tried to push forward and and still create and do what you needed to do or will you end up at the end of this in the same position that you were before or worse I think that's something that or worse so it's kind of like that's what I have to remind myself is Mm -hmm. like yes you know it's important to have the downtime and the time to watch movies and do whatever you need to do to self-care. But at the same time, there's so many hours in a day. And I feel like the hours almost are like, you could be more laser focused now because you have less distractions. And I, I, I kind of so... want to touch on that for a little bit. Cause I know, I know yeah. just being the people we are, we make it sound easy, but like, how are you um, tracking your day? Like, how are you doing it? Like what's, what's working for you that maybe will work for others. I'm not saying this is going to be a, you know, one cookie cut solution that's going to work for everybody, but it might work for one person. You know, what are you doing? Yeah. And even for myself, it's uh, not one thing really, like every day kind of changes. But for me, I've kind of tried to schedule my days based on like what days do I really want to do reach outs and meetings. So figuring out my week as to when I want to do the Zoom calls. So like there's some days where I'll just be doing Zoom calls and that's just mostly focused on doing meetings, um, attending virtual events. There's other days where it's a completely social evening and the focus is connecting with people from a social aspect. So really just thinking about what is my overall goal for every single day and what are those activities and like scheduling everything. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like I love Google Calendar. If you're not in my Google Calendar, it's not happening. Uh, just exactly. there, so Yo, tell them advice. again tell them again that it's, if not, it's not happening 
Oh if it's not God. in my Google Calendar, I will guarantee you, I probably will not remember, and it's not going to happen. Right? So even if it's social things, mm-hmm. put the social things in your calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I love using online platforms that allow you to schedule things in. Um, I use Calendly a lot. Uh, Calendly I was about to ask. Calendar. That's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. they're calendar softwares that you can use. Um, I use WhatsApp video, Facebook video, Zoom a lot of those platforms to stay connected mm-hmm. and Google calendar, honestly, like every, every meetup, every event, um, I put it in my calendar with the, even with Eventbrite, for example, events that you have on the platform, you have the option to add it to your calendar. I add it to my calendar. So, yep. um, every time. that's really helped me because mm-hmm. then what you can do is you can look at your calendar and see for the week, what do you have planned and you can, kind of adjust that way so if I see oh this day is really heavy with a lot of like screen time then I might choose a different day to do upcoming meetings so I kind of kind of create that balance Mm -hmm. and then I would say on a day-to-day just coming up with what your routine is like for me I've never been a big breakfast person but for me now I'm like okay I'm gonna do a smoothie every day and make it fun so now I do like smoothie videos on my Instagram and people love there it. You so go. it's kind of just there like, you go. It's kind of just like figuring out what, what your routines are, how can you still stay creative and just not you creating something that works for you. Cause I think the other thing too is I'm naturally not a morning person. I think that's based on I would speak <laughs> for my industry and how I work in my industry. Night, I'm night, used night. to being up late. Yeah. So I'm not waking up at 7.30 in the morning and not feel, I don't feel like I need to. So when I see people's morning routines, like, yeah, I woke up at uh, 7 o'clock that's this morning. And, like, I've done all these things for 10. But that's great. But that doesn't work for me. And yeah. I think that's what we need to realize is especially because all of us are online so much more right now. Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to fall into the comparison of what other people are doing yeah. and that making you feel like you need to be doing that to be quote unquote successful, whatever success means, like yeah. who even defines that. Um, Let's even so- dive into that a little bit more because <laughs> that leads to even bigger problems. Like I think it's, it leads into more inner problems. You got some, a little bit of insecurity if that's what you're doing. You're comparing your life with like someone else's without context. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, I think now a lot of people are struggling with that. Like, a lot of the mental health and people feeling anxious right now is not only because of what's happening on the news, but because the only thing they can do is be online to stay connected. I think we're overexposed to a lot of other people's online lives, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And it can be easy for you to feel like you're not doing enough or maybe you're doing too much. But I think also being able to curate your feed, this is something I talk to a lot with my friends and people Mm -hmm. that I know, is um, you have the opportunity to curate what your feed looks like and what your scroll feels like. So anytime I post an account on my feed that either makes me feel like I need to change something about myself or that I'm not working hard enough or evokes any negative emotion, there are the mute buttons. You can Mm -hmm. mute the account or you unfollow. Like, I, I do that all you, day. I do that all day. You you have the agency and the power to choose what you consume. So if something is not serving you, you can get rid of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think sometimes we get so caught up in like the FOMO of like, well, if I'm not following this 
celebrity or not what is FOMO like account or whatever what is it like I've heard FOMO. fans say it a lot I just don't know what that fear of, <laughs> fear of missing out oh FOMO yeah so it's like if I'm not following oh. well I don't want to like yeah shots out but if I'm not following like a meme account or I'm not following yep. Um, a celebrity, I'm gonna miss out on what they're doing, and and I'm not gonna be able to be a part of the conversation with my friends. Like, like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times, every time someone sends me a meme in the DMs, and I'm like, yeah, sir, I don't follow that account. I can't, I can't see the meme. And like, yeah, they're like, yo, but just follow like, the account. Follow the account. It's like I don't. Want yeah, to. it's and I I'm very open with the fact that it's like, hey, like you, I have a very positive outlook for the most part not to say i'm always positive because that's not real Mm -hmm. um but i think that really comes down to like what i consume like when you wake up in the morning what are you listening to or like who is the first person you hear from is it is it like bad news or something that's not feeding you or is it something that's going to help motivate you to start your day so for me like i make it a habit to either listen to a podcast or an audiobook or watch videos from other people in business that I look up to that help me be creative about new ways that I can do things. Mm -hmm. And I find that has helped my mindset a lot. What are you listening to right now? Like, who are you listening to? Who are are you fans of, I guess? I'm obsessed with Dana Chanel. Like, I don't know if you know Dana Chanel. She is sick. I'm so obsessed. The hip-hop preacher, Mr. E.T. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, uh, this squad. is Nikki's. So mm-hmm. this is Nikki's. Does all of his branding. So mm-hmm. those are like two that I'm super obsessed with right now. Um, Women CEO project. She's like a really great coach. She's nice. from Texas. She does real estate. She has a trucking fleet. Six figure business. Whoa, 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 um, whoa! Really? <laughs> yeah. That so she started sad. in real estate. Yeah, I haven't heard of a female in trucking, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she owns a whole fleet of uh, trucks, and she also does. She also does business uh, development, um, has an MBA, like she's like, very like somehow made it to the yeah, White House. To her so she's day. definitely someone that I look up to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my day starts with looking to those people that will that have the receipts that aren't just like pretending to be who they are and <laughs> and have the time and years of experience. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I start my day with consuming that and um that really helps keep me motivated into keeping going yeah where you find it are you like audiobooks or youtube my bad um i like both Mm -hmm. i've always been a youtube fan yeah i'm more likely to search things (laughs) on youtube than i am on google sometimes true yeah so there's a lot and there's a lot of great content i think there's you can find the answers to most things majority online. of things that you want right yeah i think you the only troublesome part is like the information overload and sometimes you just don't need the information sometimes you just need to execute because mm-hmm. i don't know about you but sometimes you can run into a space where you have notebooks and notebooks full of notes and you're not executing anything so also yeah. giving yourself the opportunity to execute execute things or when you learn something just like try it right away that's something that i've been doing right now is like when I come up with an idea just like putting the wheels in in gear to just do it because I think you you can sit on so much information and you'll be in the same place this time next year because you just didn't execute things or great ideas you got didn't you didn't put into place right so 
Analysis paralysis. Yep. <laughs> you don't need totally. to buy another course, sis. You just need to do it. Like... <laughs> Honestly, a lot of entrepreneurship nowadays, it should just be just take the action. Stop buying the courses. Stop buying the books. Like, I stopped buying books, like, yep. a couple years now, and I'm good. I'm good. Like, anyone preaching about this, if you're not reading a book a day, and I reread books. I reread my books. I re-listen yeah. to audios. It's not like I don't consume. I still consume the same books I've read over the years. They're just very good books. <laughs> yeah. Like, have your reference library of stuff. Like you, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really getting to the point where you can execute over just continually taking in information. So. All right. And um, I, th- I think something fun that I want to talk about is like, I know you're doing virtual parties, you know, you chilling. So like, how are you kind of, <laughs> how you, how you keeping it fun right now? You're in, in quarantine. How are you keeping it fun to yourself? Oh man, I did a virtual, I was a part of a virtual happy hour, virtual dinner, how many people were drunk? birthday party. <laughs> 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 a lot of people, virtual oh. karaoke. <laughs> um there is like so, so there's much. stuff to do honestly it's to the point now where i feel like almost every event i ever went to in real life can be replicated online and i'm wow. <laughs> i'm almost feeling like like not to the same extent of course but it's it's almost like when this is all over will we feel the need to go outside <laughs> you know what i mean i mean we're probably all gonna want to like really go out and be out in the air and see each yeah. other yeah but i think it um it's really shown in this time that anything is really possible. Mm. If you're creative, I think everyone that's been told that they can't work from home and they have to go into work realizes now that's a lie. And (laughs) it's really going to change what it means in terms of work and entrepreneurship after all of this. I've been telling people this the whole entire time. I'm like, I think this is the start. Like I'm too young to even say that. But I mm-hmm. think this is a start of a new revolution, a digital one that's going to stay forever. I don't know if it's too early to say, but that's my thought. No, I definitely think that's going to be the case. We're going to have more digital nomads. So people that are mm-hmm. in different countries working on projects overseas through Wi-Fi, we're going to have a lot more online business that's happening. Um and I guess the other thought process that I'm having right now is like, what is that going to mean for businesses who decide that they don't need to have a full office of people and everyone can work from home, but what about the, the people that support that? So thinking about like our custodians and service workers. So it's, it's going to change everything. Like I don't think anyone, anything is really going to be the same after this. It's definitely impacting Ro- robots and yeah. internet. Yeah, it's going to impact how we work. So I, robot, real life, let's go. <laughs> like, everyone's talking about all of these, like, movies on Netflix, like, the contingent and stuff. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to watch it because it seems like it's too real. It, it seems is. like it's too real. <laughs> it's a little too real for us right now. Yeah, um, but... but, I mean, before we wrap it up, um, where can we find all of your social media? Like, where can we find you? Where do you hang out? And uh, what are you up to next? Ooh, questions. Okay, so you can follow our event series at the Biz Mixer. Mm-hmm. That's B I Z M I X E R. My event page is Mini K Creations. M I N I K Creations with a C. 
And if you want to follow my personal journey, my Boom. personal IG is catch car here. So that's C-A-T-C-H-K-A-R here, H-E-R-E. Um, so yes, I do have three Instagram accounts. So I'm always on there. So. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So and that's what's next? What's me. next? Ooh, what's next? Uh, we have two virtual events for our event series. So we're going to be doing a speed meet and showcase event on the 18th of April. So it's a Saturday evening. So we're going to have uh, business owners that are going to be showcasing what they do. So how they serve their communities mm -hmm. and basically sharing more about them as business owners, just as a way to really support small businesses. I feel like there's a lot of businesses now that don't really have a platform themselves to talk about what they do and how people can still work with them so creating a platform yeah. for that and then mm -hmm. we're going to be doing our biz mixer workshop on the 25th of april which is the following saturday and we're going to be looking at marketing from a human-centric approach so the whole idea of we know that mm. we work with people People run our business, but sometimes when we do, we plan out our marketing, we forget that we're dealing with humans. So like shifting things from vanity metrics to likes and comments and moving more so to that relationship based way to do marketing. So we're doing like a, an intimate workshop on that day, nice. the local business owner that focuses on uh, strategy in the community. So those are the two events we're doing for this month. Um, we plan to do monthly by well it looks like we're probably gonna end up doing two events a month until COVID's over um, <laughs> so yeah just keeping keeping everybody connected looking at how we can share resources and learn from each other and help each other out in this time because we all need it like I think mm -hmm. as much as we can support each other and give referrals and learn more about what each of us does the better um, and then for yeah, a lot of my clients are also doing virtual events this week, this month. So I'm probably going to be busy, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's been swell. Thank you for coming on the first couple episodes of the Network with Rai show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Such an honor. I know, right? Releasing <laughs> soon. I'm not even going to say any dates right now because I'm just going to release this at will. Whatever I feel, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening. Uh, my DMs are always open. So if you have questions about anything to do with events, let me know. Slide in the DMs. That's the Network with Rise show. Have a good one, y'all. Thank you, Car. All right. Thank you. Later. Bye.